Yes, vaccines do harm people. By the way, so I just found out something when I was on lunch, and I wanted to show it to you. We were talking about Dr. Tenpenny's testimony about magnetic vaccine crystals. So this is what I found out. So I have a key and a bobby pin here. Explain to me why the key sticks to me. It sticks to my neck, too. Yeah, so if somebody can explain this, that would be great. Any questions? Okay. Mm -hmm. Hi, this is Beth. And I'm Staney. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Welcome to episode 14. Staney, what are you drinking? I am drinking... I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a dark and bloody, because everybody's used to dark and stormy. It's got rum, it's got ginger beer, it's got a little bit of honey, but it also see that red color. Oh god, it looks it looks like something out of Game of Thrones. It's awesome. It does. Um, oh, and, match, and your shirt, shirt, your shirt kind of goes together. <laughs> it's um guava and cherry, for the 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 fruity part of the punch. So guava and that's, cherry. That that's, sounds good. That's, that's the red part. What are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking what's called a bee's knees in this fancy little mug. It's gin, lemon juice, and simple syrup. And it's wow. mighty tasty. Isn't that isn't that what they put the fucking Moscow mules in? Yes, it is. I was what's thinking I was called? thinking it's a, of it's a copper cup. Oh, I know well, they're called something. I can't remember what it's called. I I can't remember what it's called. Um I got this a couple years ago, but yeah, so I had to step up my game. I got some feedback from somebody saying that you have all the fun drinks. So I had to step it up a little bit this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my God. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking, I think it's just called a copper mug, but I think there's like a different. I think there's a, it's an official term for it. I can't remember. I've been to the Kentucky Derby and I've had Moscow mules there. So I should know this, oh, wow. but it's been. Many did, years. did you have a big fancy hat? I did. Uh, I so want to do that. One we can day. insert like, a picture here like... if you guys really want to see it. But yes, I did have a big hat on. Yeah, that would be awesome. Like I always want to go, and I want to dress like fucking Colonel Sanders with the fucking. And so, so we should go. <laughs> Don't should... do that when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So it's been three weeks. We took three weeks off, and I've missed this. Yes. And I've missed you. I've missed you too, friend. And I've... <laughs> I've missed all the feedback and all the stuff that goes on with doing an episode, but it was, we needed some time off because yep. we were pushing hard. We so we're going to jump right back into what you expect and hopefully we deliver just the same. I so what so. are we talking about tonight, Beth? What's going on with Mansion Cinema and the GQP? And we got to sprinkle in some fucking conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So some people, I don't know, they don't understand that the internet's full of lies and they're buying into this notion that the COVID-19 vaccine is magnetizing people. <laughs> so there are several problems with this theory, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it. You see this so, little thing uh, here? I, I was, I was going to get to that, but I'm like, I'm still kind of confused. First, when I saw it, I mean, clearly, there's a key stuck to your chest. 
But when I saw it, I thought that it was just like a regular pendant and you were wearing like a fish line type of thing. <laughs> but then but then I saw you move it and I was just like, wait a second, it's not on a string or whatever. It's a key that is stuck to your ch- oh you oh, you got the vaccine early too you got it in like february or march right or, or i got it um let's see i was fully vaccinated april 10th i think it right was. so yeah don't, don't don't use that word you're not you're not fully vaccinated you're fully magnetized now yes you're yes fucking see, magneto <laughs> the strange thing was staney i didn't even realize that i was magnetized until that doctor said something on the ohio house floor in front of the health committee oh, not and then the doctor, i was like the nurse the nurse oh i heard she was a, a doctor no, or, no, no whichever the, the, the one. one the one that was sticking the actual key on she's just a nurse no, no, I was talking about the the doctor that was oh yeah yeah the the clip that you sent me so I was once she said that I thought oh my god yes I've been feeling this magnetic pull every time I walk past a flagpole I just feel I feel myself getting tugged in one fashion but I thought maybe I was just drunk so suddenly I'm realizing I've magnetized and oh my god look look at that <laughs> oh Dear man Lord. I am gonna honestly because uh, the, the the clip is the same clip like at the beginning of the show, so it's gonna be fucking great. But can you stick it on your neck? Can I stick it on my neck? Can you stick it on your neck? No. You can, okay. So so as as she said in the clip, explain it'll that. Stick oh, for it'll a little stick. bit. <laughs> it'll stick for a little bit. So okay, so let me tell. Yeah, there it goes. Um, so I'm not fully magnetized. I guess. Only part. So doctor or this Sherry, maybe nurse, I don't know, whatever her qualifications are. Sherry Tenpenny. Her testimony has gone viral. She said, oh, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of these people who've had shots and now they can, now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead and and it sticks and they put spoons and forks and all blah, blah, blah. Um, So she thinks that there's, uh, as she says, there's a metal piece to the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me just state the obvious metal doesn't stick to metal. You guys, according to (laughs) science all around us, there's materials made of atoms and they all have electrons and each behaves like its own little magnet, but there's a North and a South pole. So if an atom's electrons are aligned to North or to South, then that's when it becomes magnetized. But most substances aren't really capable of creating enough of a magnetic force to attract things like this Anything. to make it stick to you. Um, so the, this so I, person, I have a question, this person I have a, is, I have a question for you. Are you, are you debunking what she's saying? I'm just using very basic factual evidence to say that her theory is stupid. I mean, okay. I can't, I can't say for sure that there's, that there's not a magnetic force within me. But most substances aren't capable of creating a magnetic force strong enough to make a key stick to to the inside of you or to stick to your skin because it's attracted to something on the inside of you. So there's also there has to be she never said what metal she thought was put in the vaccine. But again, metal doesn't Mm -hmm. stick to metal. But if there's a metal that's in the vaccine, please name it so that we can determine if maybe it's capable of aligning its electrons north or south. But there has to be a reason for aligning the electrons to north or south. There's got to be enough of a charge to attract metal. So this the whole thing is just bullshit. And it's very simple to even say that if she's talking about there being a metal inside of the vaccine, 
if they're if that was true, that's not going to attract this to stick to it. Not, it's not, not magnetic. Not only that, not only that, like keys aren't magnetic in general right? because they're made from like aluminum alloy and like yeah uh bronze and like a bunch of other shit that just right. just doesn't work like and that. And this the same like, thing you'll, for you'll have coins. a bunch of keys. People, Same thing with people, yeah, coins. people are sticking coins. It's like if you're using American coins, those are not metal. <laughs> yeah, well, the 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 penny's copper, but um, or some of it's copper. They changed yeah. it back in like 1987 or 1989 because yeah. the copper got too expensive and it started costing more than a penny to make a penny. But that's a whole nother thing. Stop sticking it everywhere. You so well, I was gonna say the reason that this sticks to my forehead right now is it's surface tension. I'm sweaty. I told you earlier, yeah. Stanny, that my house is really warm. It's 90 degrees here today. And we have the AC on, but our cats like to have certain windows open. So it's warm in my it's, house. I'm sweaty. Surface tension. That's what makes it's it It's not stick. just surface tension. It's surface tension plus what's called uh, capillary act uh, action. There you go. So whatever. It's, I cannot believe these people got through nursing school or whatever school that she went to and got her fucking doctorate. And like, like... Before the vaccines, didn't we see children sticking spoons on their noses and shit? Oh, yeah. it might have been because of their immunization and like MMR. It's the MMR vaccine. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's magnetized. Oh God, but you, do you it, remember the... This kind of shit makes my head hurt. I know. But I'll give a, a non-vaccine example of the same type of thing. The nonsense that spreads on the internet that people never question. The broom challenge from mm -hmm. a couple of years ago. You remember that? Some person put out Go there on. on the internet that said... Today is the equinox. So today and today only, because of the Earth's gravitational pull, you can stand your broom upright. Oh, you can stand the broom up. Yeah. You can do that every day because a broom has a low center of gravity. The grouping of bristles at the bottom plus the long pole going up, the center of gravity is very low. So you can, if, at any day, you can stand it upright if you get it placed in the right. It, but people believed it. They bought it. They're like, oh, today is an awesome day. And they're uploading videos of themselves standing their broom up and saying yeah. it's an, it's a miracle. It's a... People believe anything they see on the internet. Yo, the internet's wild, yo. So I want to I understand why Steven Spielberg isn't getting blamed for this. Back in the mid-1980s, Spielberg had this show called Amazing Stories. And I have to send you this clip because you're going to laugh. It's about this guy. His name's Brad Bender. And he becomes mm -hmm. magnetized when a meteor hit his house. Isn't that interesting that even Steven Spielberg knows that you have to have some kind of a force to make something magnetized? And so the meteor, it shifted the electrons in this guy's body. See how that works? So all metal things were sticking to him. And it emphasized that when you're magnetized, you don't just get one thing that sticks to you. This poor kid was walking around and he was getting things just like slammed into his body, just sticking all over his face and his chest and his legs. And and he was getting pulled towards wow. a flagpole. It was really funny. I remember this from when I was a kid. And so, yeah, I want to I want to talk about the fact that Dr. Fauci had predicted or said he was afraid back in 2015 or 2016. He was afraid of an airborne illness. And people said, oh, he must have been in on this then. It was, he predicted it, therefore he knew, and therefore he's a part of this. And then we also heard that Bill Gates was investing in vaccine technology, so he must have been in on this too. Well, why, why aren't people talking about Steven Spielberg? He predicted this magnetized teenagers back in 1985. So why is he flying you know under what? the radar? If you're going to go all in, 
if you're going to go in on a conspiracy, really just go all in and bring Spielberg in for questioning. So, Let's see what he knew about this, guys. You you might be starting something right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because we just so the, you know, disclaimer. I'm totally joking. And like next week, <laughs> next week, Steven Spielberg is going to fucking email us and be like, "What the fuck did you get me involved?" In? I would and I'm, be and really I'm happy like, to, to talk to Steven Spielberg, but. Just so you guys know, full disclaimer, I'm joking. But it just shows that how so conspiracy the, theories are very choosy and where they go with this. My my favorite conspiracy theory since this whole thing started was also on that same day in that same Ohio State Legislature where they gave people, I don't know why they're giving random people opportunities to talk, but uh, they let this woman talk. And she was talking about the virus or, or the protein in the vaccine mm -hmm. has some kind of metal component and all of these 5G towers that are going up and that they're going to be interfacing with the, the metal that's in the vaccine. And she's like, she doesn't know for sure how it would interface or how it would work or whatever, but we, we should find out. And some of the information that I think had been discussed on your podcast related to EMF frequencies. That was a thought. And, and it was, you, a, because now, because right now that? we're all kind of um, hypothesizing. I mean, what is it that's actually being transmitted that's causing all of these things? Is it a combination of the protein, which now we're finding has a metal attached to it? I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead, it sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they can stick. Because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There's been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface, yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Not proven yet, but we're trying to figure out what is it that's being transmitted to these unvaccinated people. My problem with that whole setup, um, and the same thing with the people who are like, you know, the virus is causing shedding where it's going to accumulate in your body if you're vaccinated. And then if an unvaccinated person comes close to you, then you're going to shed the, the vaccine or the virus onto that person. I've never heard such ridiculous shit in my life. But going back, going back <laughs> to what she was saying, she was talking about the 5G poles interfacing with the, the metal that's in the protein molecule or whatever. And and so I think, I don't remember if somebody had asked her, like, how? Explain or what? And she was just like, I don't know, but, pe but people have been talking about it. And it sounds very Trumpian. You know, when he always does his, you know, a lot of people are talking yeah. about it. A lot of people are saying, and it's just like. People are saying. A lot of people think the earth is flat too. We call them idiots and, sh and tell them, go on. But like, you know, the, the thing of it is, I don't understand how we got to the place of uh, an idiot. And I'm not even going to mince words about this. A fucking moron can come up with some shit. And then it is the rest of our jobs to debunk this or to say, oh, we have proof that what you're saying isn't true. I think that is, I, I actually know how this came to be. I might, I don't know, maybe we can do an extended segment and put it on Patreon. But obviously it is because of social media. And I've had this conversation with friends yeah. before. I don't know if I've had it with you, but it's like, Back in the day when you had like great minds like Oppenheimer and Einstein or whatever, and they would go to college campuses and like talk to each other and like bounce ideas off each other and whatever, right? 
if somebody came with a mm-hmm. with an idea or a theory or a not even a conspiracy at that point, just just an idea, and they presented it to the their colleagues and shit, but they couldn't back it up with any evidence or they couldn't provide any facts or any mm-hmm. you know experiment or something to say this is why I think this is happening because of these evidences here. If they couldn't do that, if they just if they were if if one of them sat down and they were like. I think the 5G towers is interfacing with the virus. Oh, well, why do you think that? Whatever you see, I, I, I just, I just think, I just feel like, I feel like that's what's happening. I feel okay. Well, well, why do you have any evidence to show that? The, no, I, I don't, I don't really have any evidence, but I just, I, I feel they would immediately be like, okay, stop talking. You sound like a fucking yes, idiot. They'd be dismissed. Just don't speak anymore. Yeah. So that was a situation in in you know pre and post World War II, and now we're in 2021, and somebody comes and says, "I think the 5G towers are interfacing with with the virus or whatever, whatever, and we got to figure out if it is or isn't." And it's like, no, you fucking moron. No. Any of you who've been in a real debate, even in high school, if you were in debate club or whatever, everyone knows the first rule of debate. The burden of proof is on the claimant. The claimant is the person yes. who is making the statement. If I come over here, That's and right. here's the thing. The second rule of debate is you can't disprove a negative or you can't prove a negative. I don't know why I know mm-hmm. all these things. Like y'all didn't go to school. It's so fucking weird because somebody will come up and be like, you know, yeah. I think this is happening. And it's just like, okay, prove it. Uh, well, 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 you can't disprove it. Well, that's not my job. You're the one making no, the statement. Not, not. You have to make me believe it. And if you can't, you should stop talking about it because you're sounding like a fucking idiot. Social media has mm-hmm. changed things to where your opinions and your ideas don't have to be valid or supported with fact anymore. Mm-hmm. All you need is enough likes or enough comments. Yes. And that validates whatever you're saying. So all you need is a group of people as dumb as you to be like, oh yeah, I think you know, click click or double tap or whatever, and we're yeah. off and running. And then the rest of us. Here's the thing: Have you ever heard of this? Um, this I don't know what to call it. It's a thing called gish gallop in um in debate where you keep posing these questions or hypothetical questions, and you get to a point where you've posed okay. enough of them that the person who you're posing them to can't rebut all of them. So it sounds like so it go. sounds like you know what you're talking about and the other person doesn't because you keep presenting random stupidity and it's, it becomes a mountain That's of right. them and then you're just you're just you're overwhelmed and, and you're yes. just like what the fuck and it seems like you're losing whatever but the person is just positing and not supporting and I think that's where we are right now where it's just like this conspiracy theory that conspiracy theory and there's like fifty of them and now it's somebody's job to go and debunk all of those. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Fuck you. If you come up with something, come up with evidence for it or get the fuck out my face. Yes, I agree. That's the way we have to, I think that it's because social media provides people with a bullhorn and most human beings want to be heard. Mm -hmm. They just want to have the bullhorn. Now that they got it, they don't know how to act responsibly with it. They don't know that it is their burden of proof to prove what they're saying. Yeah. 
it's really frustrating too, man, because it's like I and like when I when I have conversation with these fucking idiots, and you know, it happens often enough because of social media, like I always tell them, I was just like, back it up. And that you you know you know the phrase that they use. Instead of saying I have no evidence or I can't provide you evidence, you know this. And when I say it, you're just gonna be like, Yup, I've heard it a million times. Here it goes. You ready? Do your own research. Oh my fucking god. How, Congratulations. How about you do some fucking research and present it to me? You're the one, like, I was minding See, my business and you came to tell me that I got vaccinated and the 5G towers are going to make my head explode. Prove it. Prove or it. shut the fuck up. And that's really annoying to me that people say, do your research. I'm an analyst. Do you think I don't research for a living? I know how to research. And it's easy to disprove everything these people are saying just with basic media literacy courses. Mm -hmm. I think that should be mandatory for high school kids now. People have to understand that most of what they're seeing on the internet is manipulative and is done for clicks yes. and likes. And it's, it's, it is it's not targeted done and purposeful. It's not random. Yes. It's not, it's, it's, some, it's, not, it's, random it's at not random. Like this, somebody thought about getting an, an, an end result from creating whatever and you just fell right yes. in line and there's a reason for these conspiracy theories right now i will give you the main reason this is happening trump lost the election and there needs to be some way to keep his base involved because he's not in office he's not on social media because he's been banned from several of the the heavy hitters he had a, a, a his own blog that didn't get enough traffic and they basically shut down because it was embarrassing to him. Nobody's listening to him. The only way to keep his base engaged is to put out conspiracy theories to make them think everything's a lie, to make them think all of this is just done to destroy him. Because if not, what are they going to do? They're going to go home. They're going to go to their work every day. They're not going to be involved in politics. They're just going to go back to their normal lives yeah. and have nothing to vote for. So this is nearly a distraction. And as you say, these people are useful idiots. This is the textbook definition of what a useful idiot is for, is to be a pawn in the game, to keep them engaged merely so they will return in a couple of years and vote because there's no policy to vote for. The Republicans have nothing to put forth. They're all engaged in the culture war. And the, the way that you drive the culture war is to continue these conspiracy theories that say that the d Democrats are out to destroy these people and, and they're poisoning us and blah, 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 blah. Have you seen, dude, and it is it like, I promise you, as a collective, we're just getting dumber and fucking dumber. Ted Cruz was on the Senate floor talking about um, magnetized vaccines and people being magnetized and shit. Stop on our, it. Like on our Congress senate floor with the mic it's so embarrassing other people watching our nation and he's up there talking about like oh we don't know but we should check like we if you don't know then you shouldn't talk about it fucking moron and then then this other who was it? you know how i feel about ted cruz i do but get my the, blood the, pressure going who was the fucking girl the the i don't know if she was a senator or a congresswoman i remember who said it but the one that was talking about jewish space lasers that was oh causing... yes that was marjorie taylor green like, how do you, how do you put, how do you open your mouth and, all right, so that's two. That's two more to add to the two that we just talked about. Yeah. Recently, on the Senate floor, actually, I don't know if it was the Senate or the House. I can't remember who, but you can look it up. You should look it up. Do your research. 
Do your I'm, research. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember his name because it was so ridiculous to me. But he was sitting there with his little nameplate in front of him. And he was asking, so can we can we alter or change Earth's orbit? I, I I lost my fucking mind. I heard this clip and I can't remember who that was. It's, oh. That was uh, Louis Gohmert. Louis Gohmert, that's who it was. That's his name? I, I'm going to look it yes. up right now. I'm going to look it he, up right he now. He said that he suggested that somebody at NASA told him that there was a change in the gravitational pull from the orbit of the moon and the orbit oh. of the Earth. Hey, look. And so and he was. He's from he Texas. Was asked, Oh God! Yes, of course he is. So he was asking <laughs> if it was possible that rather than man-made global warming and global climate change, that this was something that was due to the moon and the earth's gravitational pull. And is there a way, what he asked was, is there a way for Black Lives Matter to change the yes! orbit of the earth? You know what? I'm going to, you know what? Since we're here, since we're here, I'm going to just read the whole quote for you. He says, and I quote, I understand from what's being testified to the Forest Service and the uh, Bureau of Land Management, you want very much to work on the issue of climate change. We know there's been significant solar flare activity. And so is there anything that the National Forest Service or the Bureau of Land Management can do to change the course of the moon's orbit or the Earth's orbit around the sun? I mean, obviously, that would have profound effects on our climate. And he said that, end of quote, so with this a is, straight this is... face. This but is my mistake. No, the hang on a second. I have to make a correction here. I totally made a mistake there. He in when he t was talking, he said BLM. I, I obviously thought that was Black Lives Matter. Was, no, but here's the thing. It, it wasn't just you. It wasn't just you. Uh, I the 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 memes I've seen created of this, people were saying that he was saying that Black Lives Matter could change the orbit of the. And that's the thing. It goes yes. back to what you were saying before. People do these kind of things. So when you're making the meme, you heard this quote. And you're going to make this meme with the quote. You immediately know that people are going to conflate or confuse Bureau of Land Management with Black Lives Matter. And you're just like, aha, I got something. And then you put yes. it out. And then in five minutes, there's 28,000 shares. There's so many likes. And now people are saying that he's saying that Black Lives Matter could change the Earth's orbit, which is absolutely ridiculous. But... But I think that's his fault. What though, he said was also ridiculous. Yes, what he said was totally ridiculous. But he also said BLM. He did not spell out Bureau of Land Management. Right, or right, right. Because he might, yes. he might have known. He might have known what the fuck he was doing too. Yes, I think right. he did. Because I think he did. When I'm purpose. reading the quote here, they have the they have him saying BLM, and I chose not to say it because in yes. bracket they have Bureau of Land Management, that's and right. it's like, dude, come on, man, like that was. That was so easy. That was so easy. That was so easy to take all these different ways. And you fucking made sure that we went those ways. Yeah. So let's talk right. about um, let's talk about what's going on with the Democrats right now, because a lot of tension in Congress right now, because in, in the House, they're trying to put forth legislation in the Senate. We have a 50 50 split. And there's two Democrats that are basically saying that they want bipartisanship. So we don't have a 50-50 split. We have a 52-48 split. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If because you want of me to Joe Manchin, that. Joe Manchin and yep. Kirsten Cinema, these are the two that it they they are they are they're aligned with the Democratic Party in name, but not in spirit. I think that 
you know what? I don't know. Can we? Can they kick them out? Can they get together and be like, "Fuck you"? What's the difference, though? Honestly, what's the difference if they kick them out of the Democratic Party? They're I still. Guess, gonna... I guess the difference. The difference for me would be allocation of energy and resources. Like we're just not going to fuck with these two fucking idiots. We need to go find another way. Yeah, cause because still right now, the they what they're doing, what they're doing is we're wasting a lot of time and energy with these people because it's 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 so fucking dumb. Someone said to me recently that Manchin is like Republican light. Oh yeah, totally. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, he's not Republican light. He's no, Republican he is. concentrate. Concentrate. Full on Republican. <laughs> well, no, see, let me let me challenge you on that because I really don't have much to say about these two because at face value it just is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But the, they're perpetuating this the systemic biases and legislative barriers that have prevented women and minorities from participating in our country for so many years. If one can recognize, like Joe Manchin has, if he can recognize that the systemic racism exists and that our government is has processes and has traditions that were rooted in a very narrow viewpoint of a subset of, of the male species in this country, mm-hmm. then he has to admit that keeping the filibuster is a measure that maintains those systemic biases. And so they both are saying this is their cop out in the search for bipartisanship. They're saying that they're just voting on behalf of their constituents. It's, oh, I represent my constituents and they're so diverse, so I have to vote in their interests. But the thing is, as a leader, they're supposed to be enlightening their constituents to things that if if they want something very destructive, that that's not what they should be wanting. And that's... I'm not a fan of Joe Scarborough, but he actually has it right when he talks about when he was in the House many years ago, back when the the um, the House and Senate balanced the budget in the late 90s. He said when he mm-hmm. voted a certain way and his constituents got really pissed at him, he would hold a town hall meeting and he would talk them through it. And he'd say, here's exactly why I'm doing this. And here's where it benefits you. And he was very highly rated and he got he won reelection because he was honest with them. And he's basically like, I know I'm representing you, but what you think you want is not good for us. And here's why. And once he explained it, they were like, okay, cool. I'm on board. Mansion and cinema yeah, but that are not like doing a dude that. That's doing his job. That sounds like a dude that's that wanted to do his job. Yes. They have no, so here's, so, all right, let's talk about the States that they're from. Um, cinema is Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Right. And Manchin is Virginia? West Virginia. Not West Virginia. Virginia. West Virginia? West Virginia. Oh, God. Well, uh, okay. Well, then it's hopeless then. And that's the thing. They are very diverse people in both of those states. But again, those constituents are saying, we want X, Y, Z. Well, look at their states. There There hasn't been much progress in the past 10 to 20 years in either of them. So obviously, by them just going along with what their constituents want, it's not providing any benefit a true but leader he, needs but to that's stand what up. they ran on I, I know they did but a true leader needs to stand up and say i know that you want to have to to ban critical race theory from being taught in schools but as your leader here's why i'm going to explain to you that this is a benefit to your children mm-hmm. and ex- blah 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 that's what a leader is supposed to do is to say i get it you're you don't agree with me but here's why i think that you should and they're not doing that so here so here's the thing. I know for a fact that in in Arizona, where where Kirsten ran, she ran on, we need to secure the borders and we need to build the wall, and one doing that as a Democrat, 
mm-hmm. which is just mind blowing to me. And then Mansion in wherever the fuck he's from, West Virginia. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just hate talking about West Virginia. And I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for, you know, singling out West Virginia. But there are some states that are just dog shit. Kentucky. I mean, it is what it is. You know it. I know it. Let's not sugarcoat and mince words. And, like, West Virginia is like the colostomy bag of Ohio and Kentucky. (laughs) But I don't think it's because of the people. I think it's because of the leadership. Look at who they've been electing for the past 50 years. So they don't have good leadership. So, I don't know. They, they, they They are voting. Now, let's talk about the bipartisanship bullshit. Just this past week, Mitch McConnell said, and I quote, this is the minority leader of the Senate. And I quote, the era of bipartisanship is done. End of quote. He said those words. Yeah, but You can do your research and go fucking find it. So here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If Manchin and Cinema are using bipartisanship for why they're being complete dickholes. The other guy just told you it's done. Yeah. So stop. Yeah. Because th- they say that they're yearning for this bipartisanship. But really they're not dealing with level-headed Republicans. And to be fair. Under Mitch McConnell's leadership. Bipartisanship ended in uh-huh. 2008. When Obama. Yeah. When Obama oh, I, got and, elected. And you don't have to remind me. Yes. When yes. Obama yes. got elected. But here's the it thing. Went out the door. Here, here's the thing. Let me quote Mitch McConnell again, and I don't know why I'm 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 like he's living in your head, isn't he? It's weird. I know he's rent free in my fucking brain. So he he said, and I quote, "Elections have consequences." So why don't we Democrats? Why don't y'all get together and run some consequences? That's what they should be doing. We got these two fucking morons that are you know are like oh bipartisanship. The guy who you want to be bipartisan with, he literally just told you elections got consequences and bipartisanship is done. So what you should do then is vote with your party, which is exactly what he did when he was in power. And he wasn't having conversations. There was no going back and forth and whatever, whatever. Everybody lockstep was just like, this is what we want and this is what we're going to get because elections have consequences. And and to be honest, he doesn't deserve our time. He doesn't deserve any of our energy. And he's one of those people that is trying to create a legacy for himself. And what he knows is that he'll be dead and gone before any of the shit hits the fan. And his legacy is going to be pretty, pretty disgusting, pretty sad. It's not going to be good for him, but he's going to be dead and gone. He doesn't care. I just wish that people who are going to be dead and gone pretty soon could just leave the rest of the people who are going to be alive and kicking it here alone. Like you, you 85 years old, right? Why the fuck you give a shit about healthcare? Just let people who will have to deal with it, let them deal with it. But that's, that's, that's a whole other thing. Um, The situation that I'm looking at though, with both mansion and Kirsten, I saw a meme recently this week that said, that it's a perfect metaphor for our government right now. You have Burger King and Popeyes that are in a chicken sandwich war. Yes. Both of them are owned by the same parent company. Stop it. I didn't know that. I don't eat fast food, so I didn't know that. 
and and the meme was just like if this is not a perfect metaphor for our political situation right now mm-hmm. then nothing is because that one hit oh, the nail right on God, the head that's that's sad that's just that's sad in the government right now we have two people who are acting like dumbasses mm-hmm. because they won't do what is necessary because all we need is those two people that sign on to ending the filibuster mm-hmm. and then we can get a bunch of things for people passed and they're deflecting talking about bipartisanship talking about their constituents talking about whatever and it's just like you're on the winning team and the team wants to do this and then you don't want to help the team mm-hmm. win i think you should get off the i team. agree it's uh, not going to change matter of fact go go join the other team it's cool no, because then they're going to, no, no, not right now. Don't join the other team. What What would be the difference? What Mitch would be McConnell the difference? Mitch becomes majority leader again. That's the difference. Mm, that's a huge Exactly. Difference. So no, don't join the other team, but there is no difference if they vote with the other team. It's the same that we've got right now. If they get kicked out of the party. Yeah. So let's talk about policy though, because I kind of feel as if this is all related. So we can't, as you said, we can't really get a lot of policy pushed through. But I feel as if there is some policy getting through, not by Biden pushing it. But one thing that I specifically thought was interesting Mm -hmm. So when all the Democratic candidates were running in 2020, they were talking about the fight for 15, yeah. getting the $15 minimum wage. And that's actually happening right now. But Biden didn't have to do it. So the, the discussion really made Republicans uncomfortable because they it, Republicans and classic conservatives said that policy would be destructive to our economy if we pushed for a $15 minimum wage because businesses couldn't afford to pay that much and it's going to drive them to close their doors. And, and they said, let the market take care of it. And I think that at the time they thought that the market would never take care of it. Therefore it was not an issue for them to even have to address. They just said, let the market take care of it. Cause that's what conservatives always say. So now post era of COVID stay at home orders being lifted, we, we discussed this in our prior episode that this is not a labor shortage. This is employees now discovering their value. And many of them are not willing to go back to the same jobs they had before. I saw a whole thread of waiters and waitresses talking about how they will never go back into the restaurant services because Mm -hmm. the customers were so terrible to them. Um, And they're just recognizing their value and they're saying I'm worth more than that. So now there is what the conservatives are calling a labor shortage, but really it's just a scarcity, a scarcity of labor. And if you, if you studied economics, like I have scarcity creates value. People understand that they're worth more than $7 an hour. So now people are saying, I'm not going back to work unless you pay me more. Some businesses have raised the minimum, their starting wage to at least $15 an hour, some more. And so now the market is providing that. And it's drawing laborers back into the workforce. Biden didn't have to do a thing, but what it proved was that it was not unreasonable for Democrats to say that $15 an hour was something we could do. Mm -hmm. It's happening. And he didn't even have to do any kind of legislation to make it happen. So he might have to 
it might require some intervention if some businesses go back to paying lower wages again after this COVID thing is done. So I just found that interesting that the policy is there. He just didn't have to do it himself with a pen. So let me, since we are talking about policy and I know we jumped off um, Manchin's neck and whatnot, I would like to point out that right now there's a stall for the For the People Act. And because we have so many names and nicknames for acts and bills and whatever, I just want to clarify for myself and for listeners. Is that the same as HR1? I believe so. Okay. If, if, if <laughs> I know you probably won't, but you should humor me and look up who authored that bill. Do you know who did? No. Uh, Let me look it up. His name is Joe Manchin. Stop it. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm so dead serious. And I would like for you to know that the reason why that bill is being stalled is because Joe Manchin has decided that he's not voting for the bill unless it is bipartisan, which means that he's not voting for the very bill that he wrote. You mentioned this in a prior episode. We were talking about the filibuster and you mentioned that Mitch McConnell filibustered his own bill. His own bill, right. And here's Joe, Joe Manchin. Doing vote. It. He's not filibustering it. He's not voting for let's bring it to the floor because he's literally a Republican. Here, that's the thing. I, did, I don't want to give him any grace where, where it's like, you know, oh, he's voting for his con constituents or it's why... Bruh, you wrote the bill. So yeah. I don't know if Mitch McConnell has some kind of hold over him or, you know, the donors have some kind of hold over him or whatever. Oh, but yeah. you co-authored this bill. Why did you write it if you don't want it? Let me... Let me throw American politics out there. is ridiculous sometimes. I swear to God, dude. It is ridiculous. And let me throw this no out there. Thing. Like, like if you if you write a bill and then you don't vote for it, something negative should happen to you. Well, so, something's fishy there. And so let me put this thought out there. All right. Mitch McConnell is no fan of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is known for what people believe is holding blackmail material over people's heads. Like Lindsey Graham, nobody can explain why Lindsey Graham went from this guy is a lunatic to I love this man, I want to suck his cock. I mean, he's got to have some dirt on Lindsey Graham. That's what Trump is known for. Mm -hmm. Mitch McConnell says, I don't need Trump. I think that McConnell is basically the same as Trump. He's got material on some of these people and he's holding it over Joe Manchin's head because there is no reason that a man who writes a bill would decide not to vote for it unless he got people on the other side of the aisle to, yep. to work with him. So he's been, why is he not going after the Republicans and asking, why aren't you on board with this? What, what's your hang up? Like, I don't understand. And that's how literally his could... job. Yes, that is his job. I don't understand. Why anybody would say it's a bad idea to have a bill that protects voter rights. If because you say that you're we, not in favor of voter rights, then that tells me that you don't want people to vote, which means you're a bigot and and you clearly want to win with a certain demographic and per, and suppress the vote in the other demographic, which mm -hmm. leads me to believe they're racist. Just going to put that out there. 
So why is Joe Manchin not going to the Republicans and saying, you guys are stalling this bill? No, no, no. He's punishing the Democrats. And I don't understand that. Yeah, every this this if you if you go to congress.gov and look up the bill, one of the authors for the voting rights, um, the for the people act is Joe Manchin. Okay. And it like the, like I don't know if I want to just like I feel like I want to have a sit down with him whether we're drinking or having dinner or whatever. And like I look him dead in the face and be like, "Listen, you wrote this bill. And when you wrote it, you wrote it for your your for it to be passed. And then it comes back for your vote to pass it and you're voting against it. Why are you doing that? And Doesn't if he can't give sense. me a satisfactory act, act answer, I get up and reach across the table and open hand fucking slap him across his fucking face. I don't understand why this isn't happening. There we go back to the violence again. It's never going to do anything. No, because good. no, you need to get slapped. You need to get slapped in your fucking face. It's one thing if somebody else wrote the thing and you disagree. What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> you wrote it, my guy. Okay. You, all right, you have a problem with what you wrote? Change it then. Yes. But but instead of that, he's like, I'm I'm not voting for it because we need to have bipartisan support. Let the bipartisan support worry about the bipartisan support. You vote for what you wrote. See, Stanley, you and I are too smart for this. I swear we're going to put this as a tagline. I'm going to paint it right across my chest right here. He's not stupid, but he thinks his constituents are. That's why he's go. doing it. Because his constituents aren't going to look up who wrote the bill. Nope. They're just going to be like, the Democrats want this bill or whatever. It's like, that Democrat wrote it. All they're going to do. Why don't, why, don't make some, why don't y'all make some gallows for when he comes back home on break or something and ask him questions? They'll never do that because all, because all they're going to do is hear bipartisanship. Yes, sounds great to me, but, but you're right. They're not going to realize that he's the one who wrote the bill. Therefore, there's no reason he should vote against it. Yeah. And that's what I didn't want to bring it back to him because I know we switch topics to talk about policy, but like, that's one of the policies right now. Mm -hmm. um, he also, I want to say, I'm not sure I could be wrong. I didn't look it up. I, I just spent like, while you were talking, I was just looking up congress.gov to make sure his name was on it. It's on it. It's there. But I, I think he also co-authored the infrastructure bill that he's also blocking. Like this guy's a colossal waste of time. Like he's a waste of space. Yes. Like, do you want? Do you Honestly. want? What do you want to get done? And all right, let me tell you what really upsets me in terms of policy too. Right? You remember when Obama was president and Mitch McConnell and them said that um, they're not going to pass or put anything forward that Obama is putting yep, forward or supporting gonna make or him a one -term voting for president. it or whatever. Right? Yep. All right. That's this sucks. But okay. So Obama put forth a bill and I can give you a number of bills that he championed, not necessarily he wrote, but he championed. And so there was a lot of back and forth. The, the, the house would get it. The, then it would go to the Senate. Then they would take this part out. They don't like this part. They don't like this part. Okay. Take out this part. We're going to compromise on this part. If you give us a little here, we're all right, cool. Everybody got what they want. Everybody got their piece. All right, great. Now we're going to vote. And then all the fucking Republicans decide no. And it's like... Healthcare was... We literally yeah. gave you all the fucking things you asked for in the bill. Yep. We took out all the things that you said you didn't want. But at the end of the day, all of y'all still voted no. I don't know why. I'm not a politician and I can remember that. Yeah, it was a, Obamacare was a prime and, example of that. 
was a huge one. And the Obamacare literally turned into Romney care because of all the things that they took out. It was literally Mitt Romney's bill after that. So here's my thing. How far removed are we from that where Democrats can't look at that and be like, listen, we don't negotiate with terrorists because they are the same motherfuckers who told us to take shit out and then they didn't vote for it. Why do you think we should allow them to take out stuff out of the infrastructure bill as if they're going to vote for it? They're still not going to vote for it. So they've taken out, apparently the, the infrastructure bill was something like 1.9 trillion or whatever, and they've taken out a good 1.1. So it's down to like 900 billion sure. or some shit right yeah. now. The watered down version, because they're like, they're like, they don't want any climate change part of it or whatever. And it's like, bro, climate change is literally why we need the infrastructure improved because rain, water, Fuck the bridges. But you don't want to put in any measures for climate changing and affecting the shit that we're trying to keep strong and and, and vital. So, but, but they're still doing it, Beth. They're still fucking doing it. They're like, okay, well, this senator doesn't want this out. So we're going to take that part out. All right. What do you want? Oh, Oh, you want to take something? Okay. We're taking that out too. Anybody else? Oh, you want something else out? Okay, we're good. We're taking that out. All right, cool. Yeah. Everybody got what they want out. It's... Anybody anybody want something in? Oh, you want something in? Okay, what you want? All right, cool. All right, now now we vote. And then all the Republicans are just like... This nah. is the game that they play. So why did you take out anything anyways? Here's what you do. I, I don't know if you have to go drag up dirt on Manchin and Kirsten and fucking get them on your team. Or spend money and buy them. But end the filibuster right mm-hmm. now. Open hand slap both of them in their fucking faces and push through the thing. Don't take anything yeah. out because we've lived this already. Like we've seen this movie. Yes. Obama took that. Like, it was bare bones. And they were just like, no. And but we're just doing it again like we're stupid. And I, I like when when you think I'm stupid and you're talking to me like I'm stupid, I feel insulted and then I get yes. aggressive. Yes. That's what happens yes. with me. What is happening in the Senate? I well, don't know. They're too busy just grandstanding in front of the cameras. That's really what it is. Democrats are too nice. And, and, and on is, Twitter. This is why. Fucking Elizabeth Warren on Twitter yes. all day. This is why I don't consider myself a Democrat. I am not part of a. I, I'm not subscribing to either party. Obviously, I'm not a Republican. Used to be. Not anymore because I'm smart. But. Honestly, I can't call myself a Democrat because these people are spineless. I do not subscribe to this method of politics that they're, that they're, no, I can't do it because nothing's getting done. I don't call myself a Democrat either. To be honest, I'm the left. I saw a graphic recently. I don't know if you saw it where, um, I don't remember who was it. They were talking about how Europeans teach American politics. Oh, that should be good. And there was this. Yeah, and it's like, so they had like a, a a a bar where it was like left, moderate, like in the middle or whatever, and then right, and so they had like everyone's head. Every single politician you know, is on the right, and then Bernie is like in the <laughs> middle towards the left. That's the bro. That's yeah. how they teach American politics in other countries. Like the whole government is right. We've been dragged so far right. We think common decency exactly. is left. And that's why it's so funny to me that that the conservative media right now is painting all of these Democrats as 
socialist and communist. I'm sure other countries are laughing their asses Bro, off at that. Dude, Bernie Bernie is moderate at best. I had a friend recently that, that was talking about the difference between um, the American left and the actual yeah. left. Because somebody was saying, oh, the left wants to, to take our guns. The left wants to whatever. And he was just like, honestly, if we go really far left, you get the guns back. Really? Yeah. Karl Marx was all oh, for guns, my friend. He was all for arming the workers. He said it multiple times. So if you really want to call people socialists and go all the way left, you get the guns back. You just got to get through the middle. The middle oh is, is more who wants to take your gun. Speaking of. Really. But if you go all the way to the other side, everything comes is, right back. This is going to be completely like not. I have to say this, though. Speaking of guns, maybe this will be our um, our Patreon um, bonus content. I signed up for the NRA okay. newsletters a couple of years ago just so I could keep an eye. Just wanted to keep an eye on them. Oh, you idle, you idle. And I got this letter from the NRA the other day because my subscription ran out. Of course, I didn't send any. Was it paid um, subscription? Yeah, it was like, it was a small fee for a for a year. It was a small. You're giving, Beth gives money to the NRA. Just Beth to keep an eye on So I got this. You want to talk about manipulation and scare tactics and all of that kind of stuff related to guns. This letter from the NRA is disgusting, and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. This will be our bonus content. So if you're not a patron, go subscribe on Patreon right now if you want me to read this NRA letter. Your, your jaw is going to hit the floor, Stainy, with what they're putting in these to scare people into thinking <laughs> that their guns are going to be taken away. So it's funny to me that you mentioned you know, taking the guns away, but you get them back when you're super far left. Um yeah, I, I think oh, that yeah. would be news to the people that listen to Wayne LaPierre for their news. Wow. Man. It's it's fun. You're going to well, love it. Well, tell you what. Coming back to this and doing this has been a goddamn blast. And to be honest, I didn't yeah. realize how much I missed it. Like, I, 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 for the past few weeks, I've been watching the, the NBA playoffs. So I've had my Sunday nights to you know watch basketball and veg out mm -hmm. i was on vacation i went to north carolina came back a few uh, for a few weeks and then did like two weeks in florida which is why we took a break and then you had your mm -hmm. surgery thing and I whatnot had my surgery yeah yeah so but like you know so i had all that time where i was just kicking it on a sunday but like at times i thought just like man i miss drinking and talking and shooting the shit with my my homie yeah i know but, I but doing it right now excuse me Doing it right now, I didn't realize that I missed it that much. I don't know if it's the drinks or just <laughs> chop, chopping the shit up with you, but like I really missed it. So let's let's keep pushing and let's not let's not stop doing the thing that yes. we do. Um, Agreed. Please tell these people how they can reach us. All right. So we are on Twitch at Mixed Politics. We're also on YouTube. If you search Mixed Politics, you will find us, and that might be where you're watching us right now. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, we're at mixed.politics and Twitter mm -hmm. at mixedpolitics1. Or you can send us an email with your thoughts, your feedback, any topic ideas at mixedpoliticspod at gmail.com. And I did mention Patreon. So, Stanley, I'm going to kick it over to you because you're so good at talking about Patreon. 
I guess, but I'm going to keep it real short. So, patreon.com slash mixpolitics is where you can go to find us. We have a number of subscribers there um, who have been benefiting from bonus footage, from merch, from, you know, having their questions answered in our podcast. Or we don't have anyone yet who's been on the show, but we're, we're open and welcome to it. Um, if you're vaccinated, we can definitely go grab some dinner and drinks and, you know, have you here as a third screen on the show and we'd really really love that if one if one of you would so decide um the members who are currently subscribed you are paying for our captivate and our riverside and we thank you so much for it because it was coming straight out of pocket for a while and now you are helping (laughs) to keep this show going and and running and we appreciate you so thank you so much and that's all i have to say about patreon and that Okay, so we're signing off to our analysts, pundits, and experts. Yeah, Cheers. cheers. Oh, you finished that? I did. It's so good to get back into this. I really did miss it. Yeah.